When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson. On your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson, and this is The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. And uh, Matt, we talked a lot of, we've talked a lot of schedule over the last few weeks. I wanted to talk schedule and how it involves fantasy football. Mm, okay. I've been uh, thinking so, fantasy heavy, by the way, this last week or so. It's officially yeah. fantasy season for me. It, it is, yeah. So I wanted to talk about, uh, it, so you look at, uh, I'm looking here at a 33rd team article, and Josh Larkey breaks down teams with early early season easy schedules and hard schedules and teams with late easy easy schedules and hard schedules. Okay. And I would put more faith in the early ones than the late ones. Well, that's when you're going to play all your games. Like, well, you know, we have a better chance of knowing what's happening then, too. That's that as well. But I got to get to the playoffs before I start worrying about, oh, I, this team's got an easy, you know, oh, right. I, last I five you're... games are really easy. Well, okay, that's all well and good. But if you're three and eight, it's not going to matter. <laughs> yeah. I say when I draft my fantasy team, rarely do I go, boy, he's got a great playoff schedule, you know. I do start looking at those things like we. I may trade for somebody. Oh, yeah. Right. 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 I know more about the league. Know who's good. You know. So I start targeting those guys that have the easy schedule. So his first team with an easy early season schedule is the Dallas Cowboys. At the New York Giants, then they then they host the Jets, then they're at Arizona, and then they host New England. Okay, doesn't sound bad. And there's a lot of continuity with those teams, or you know, with the, the Cowboys as well. Yeah, pretty much same O line. I guess a slightly different play caller, but fair enough. His next team is the Denver Broncos. They open with Las Vegas at home, Washington at home, then they're at Miami and at Chicago. Doesn't sound too, too terrible. Those three of those first four games are pretty sweet for their pass catchers. Yeah, yeah, they are. Uh, the Miami game, Miami game could be a tough one, but. Okay, three of the first four are pretty darn easy. Uh, Jacksonville at Indianapolis, Kansas City at home, Houston at home, and then Atlanta. That is a cake schedule. Yeah, for for fantasy purposes. Like Kansas City, they're going to lose that game against Kansas City more than likely. But it's going to be a lot of points. There's going to be a lot of points in that game. I was thinking too, right. Like target Jaguars, you could be 4-0 if you target Jaguars. And what's funny is I just pulled up the schedule grid because that fourth game is their first of two in London. And I really like their chances of winning the second one in London. And then they play the Colts again when they come home. You know, so the first six weeks is pretty nice for the Jets. Yeah, it's pretty favorable. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Saints, Tennessee at home, at Carolina on Monday Night Football, at Green Bay, and then Tampa Bay at home. I don't know what to think of Carolina and Green Bay. I mean, there's talent on both those defenses. Uh, Carolina's defensive coordinator is well thought of. 
Green Bay doesn't get close to what they should out of their talent on defense, but Tampa and Tennessee don't look bad. Yeah. Um, the Eagles, go figure, at New England. New England's on a lot of these lists. Yeah, no kidding. Minnesota, Thursday night game against Minnesota at home, which makes mm. a difference. Yeah, then yeah. they're at Tampa Bay on Monday Night Football, so they really get like a 14-day or 10, 11-day break there. Very. And then they get Washington at home. Not horrible. I think the Patriots' defense is tough. I don't know what to think of the box. Yeah, I'm not sure either. Uh, but yeah. again, if if the if the offense stinks and the defense is yeah, and yeah. the defense is on the field forever, especially late in the season, you really yeah. see that with some of those teams where they just can't do it anymore. They just wear down. Yeah. The 49ers are on this list at Pittsburgh, at the Rams. Giants at home on a Thursday night game at Arizona at home. That is, I mean, the Steelers, the game in Pittsburgh is going to be tough yeah, for them. Right. But the next three are soft. I want to play the Rams all the time. Yeah. At Los Angeles, the Giants at home on a Thursday night. And then Arizona. Yee. Yeah, that is pretty favorable. That was San Fran. But who's their quarterback, I guess, is obviously. Right. Yeah, that, that's, that's what we don't know. Uh, here's some players with an easy early uh, easy early season schedule. Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs pass catchers. They get Detroit in week one. Jacksonville at Jacksonville in week two. The Bears at home in week three. And then at the Jets, at the Vikings. Ooh. Vikings D, I think, is in for a long year. That's a – like Pat Mahomes could come ripping out of, out of the gate this year. Yeah. And in the first five games, have 25 touchdown passes. Not to mention that Lions game is standalone opening night, Thursday night. Bring the rings. Give them the rings, yeah. Kansas City. S- sacrifice oh. the Christians to the Lions. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> guts everywhere. Oh, by the way, the Bears are right there with the Rams for me of defenses I want to play. Oh, yeah. That's a bad group. I mean, what's the tough defense that they face in that? What's the – is it, I guess, the Jets? Jets are tough. Yeah, I think so. But I'll, you know, that's fine. Yeah. That's a, that's a heater there. Uh, Justin Herbert and the Chargers pass catchers. Week one versus Miami. All right, that but if that's at home. Week two at Tennessee. They don't have any cornerbacks. Yeah, Tennessee D is bad. Week three at Minnesota. I think they're in trouble too. Week four, the Raiders at home. That's Raiders pretty, at the bottom of the list too. Those next three after that game against the Dolphins, those next three games are like giddy up. Yeah, I mean, these are the kind of things like I have not done any of this kind of research, but that breaks ties for me when I'm drafting. Like, do I want Fields or Herbert or Burrow or Herbert? Like, ah, that first six weeks looks really nice. You yeah, know? that's that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Uh, see, here's one more I can't. I. Uh, Jordan Love and the Packers pass catchers. I don't care what the matchups are. Week one, they're at Chicago. Week two, at Atlanta. So back-to-back road games. Then they come home and play the Saints. Week four against the Lions. And then week five is at the Raiders. Okay. Raiders and Bears look great. Yeah. But, I mean, the youth of that pass catching core, including the quarterbacks, I mean, I don't know if they can take advantage of it. I I don't know if I, I don't want to go there. I, I just I don't, don't know that I want any of those guys. Um, I mean, because those defenses are probably saying the same thing. Like, 
Oh, we got yeah, we get Jordan Love. Awful. Right, 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 right. And rookie, you know, pass catchers. Um, Geno Smith and Seattle's pass catchers. Week one at home against the Rams. Nice. Week two at Detroit. Mm-hmm. Week three versus Carolina. See, I don't know how you can put Detroit. I don't know what Detroit's going to be because they've gotten rid of their whole secondary. It has uh, to be better. I mean, it was one of the most friendly defenses to play before. I don't but know that it has from, to be better. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm going to say I think it goes from awful to below average. Week three so versus Carolina. Week four at the Giants. It's pretty favorable. It's pretty favorable. Yeah. Uh, the 49ers quarterback and pass catchers. Well, we don't know who the quarterback's going to be. Right, right. Uh, Pittsburgh's walking the park. Yeah, week one at Pittsburgh. Week two at the Rams. Week through three, the Giants. And week four uh, versus the Arizona Cardinals. So I'm sitting here thinking Seattle and San Francisco, they each have four games against the Rams and Cardinals. That's yeah. pretty nice. That's pretty nice. Not too bad, yeah. Yeah. Not too bad. That's our well, apparently he just did teams with the easiest early schedules. I guess okay. they didn't they didn't do the teams with the best. Way. Yeah. Or the best. They do have win loss predictions here for every team. I want to check some of these out. Okay. Because I, I am not made. The lines I've seen, some of them are off. You know, you mentioned the Rams last segment. We've been pumping the Steelers. I think there's some obvious bets. Well, that's a that is a uh, actually a pay article for them, so I'm not doing that. Um, they do have dynasty quarterback tiers, okay. Which we talked a little bit about this. Um, this is right at my wheelhouse. Oh, no, this is this is huge for you. Yeah. In tier one, they have Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts. Yeah, they kind of stand alone. As we talked about the other day, though. I don't know if I want to spend what I get. I got to spend to get those guys. No, what's funny right now is I've done some best ball stuff. I've been listening to more. Like I said, it's become fantasy season for me, and a big trend this year, dynasty aside, but also dynasty, is got to get one of those top three because so many people won their leagues with Hertz, Allen, and Mahomes last year, and that's fine. But they're going so high. I mean, those guys are like one or two of them's going to go in the first round of the 12 team drafts, and the other one's going to go shortly after. Yeah. Midway, one of the last midway passes, you know, the second mid uh, round. They're all top 20 picks. They're all pretty much top 15 picks, all three of those guys. They've only got two guys in tier two Lamar Jackson and Joe Burrow. I would have Herbert with them as well. I might have Fields there. Yeah. I just know those three that you met that we mentioned will be starters two years from now. Fields could still flop, but he's only twenty four. He's I only twenty four, yeah, right. But I mean, he's in the next tier for most people with Lawrence. Tier three, he's not in there. That tier for this this uh, really? exercise: Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence, Deshaun Watson, Kyler Murray. I don't know that I can put Deshaun Trevor Lawrence. Kyler Murray wouldn't be. I there can't put there. Trevor Lawrence and Deshaun Watson in that tier yet. I just I mean, can't. Herbert versus Watson isn't close to me. Herbert no. versus Murray, and I can't use them till I can't. Yeah, I don't know when I'm going to have Murray. Uh, no, right, right. no. Yeah. Let alone okay, tier four, and this is unfair to 
Anthony Richardson and Justin Fields. I don't know. If, if, first of all, they have they have Anthony Richardson's at ten, and Fields is at eleven. Okay. So I, I, I can't put I can't put Anthony Richardson ahead of Justin Fields. So this is a different conversation, but I've done mine, my dynasty rookie ranks by position. Richardson's definitely one. You know, with all respect to me. Right. Some people have young. I think Richardson's clearly one. But I would have feedback to this conversation. I would have fields ahead of Watson, Kyler. And I don't know if I'd have Richardson. I mean, I'd have fields ahead of Richardson, too. I'd have him ahead of Trevor Lawrence as well. Fields over Lawrence? Yeah. Yeah, that's not crazy. They're about the same to me. That's probably he's going to rush for a thousand yards. He's going to rush for a thousand yards. And Trevor I think Lawrence he, last year, he threw 25 touchdown passes. Yeah. Yeah. Is he going to, he's going to get, you know, get the 35 this year? I don't think so. And Fields definitely has better weapons now than ever. Yeah. I mean, his touchdown numbers as a thrower will go up too. Tier, f- tier five. I don't agree with this either. Bryce Young, Dak Prescott, Tua Tagovailoa. I can't put Bryce Young ahead of Dak Prescott and Tua. I was going to say, I was offered. I have Dak Prescott, and someone offered me Bryce Young straight up for him like two days ago, and I didn't even consider it. Why would you? Like, Dak Prescott's got 10 more years in the league. Yeah. Yeah, right. He's 29, which is not old for him, and he's established, and they just gave him Brandon Cooks, and, you know, like, he's good. (laughs) In the same league, Dale. My quarterbacks were Kyler Murray and Zach Wilson. I'm loaded. <laughs> so I just put this post out. Like, whoever will sell me the quarterback at the cheapest, it doesn't stink. And I got Dak Prescott for a draft pick. And then somebody's like, here, take Bryce Young straight up for him. Like, no way. Yeah, why would you do that? Yeah. Tier six. CJ Stroud, Daniel Jones, Trey Lance. Would you rather have Young or Stroud? Um, Dynasty. I went back and forth on that a million times. Uh, Stroud's weapons aren't bad. His weapons aren't bad. Is he going to run as much as Young though? Neither one's going to do as much as people think. Yeah, they're not. They're neither one of them is a big runner. Um, I'm not real high on either one for Dynasty, to be honest with you. Yeah, Young is the better runner of the two. I think. I don't. Not that Stroud is bad at it. He just doesn't do it a whole lot. Right, right, right. He doesn't. Um. Like, this sounds crazy, but I might rather have Daniel Jones than either one of them for fantasy. I can't argue that. I mean, yeah. He produces. He produces. I'd rather have either one of those guys than Trey Lance. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't even know if Trey Lance is going to be a starter this year. You know, I don't know how many snaps will even play this year, right? Tier seven Kirk Cousins, Russell Wilson, Jared Goff, Geno Smith, Derek Carr. Yeah. I mean, that those are the guys that you can't trade for anything anymore. They're all the old guys, yeah. Yeah, you know what they are. But there is a dynasty strategy. Use all your resources on young receivers and quarterbacks. Plug Kirk Cousins in. Yeah, you can win with those guys for a year or two. Right. You know, I mean, even Aaron Rodgers, you know, oh, he's too old. Well, he might throw 35 touchdowns. Yeah. Like Geno Smith, I guarantee. Geno Smith was probably not in very many dynasty leagues going into last year. No, he was not. Because he had never done anything. Right, right, right. 
Yeah. Frankly, Kenny should be ahead of those guys. Kenny should be ahead of those guys because he got way more upside. Mm-hmm. But he's in tier eight with Brock Purdy, Mac Jones, Jordan Love. Pickett's the I highest rate of those guys. Those together. I mean, I see why you lump those together. You know? But I know more about Pickett, and I think I know more about Mac Jones than I do Brock Purdy or Jordan Love. Yeah. But who would you rather start? Hypothetical. Purdy's play. It's week four. Purdy's played three pretty good games. Mac Jones played three pretty good games. I'd probably start Purdy over Mac. He's got better weapons. So he's throwing to, yeah. Yeah, got better weapons. Yeah. Uh, tier nine. Aaron Rodgers, Jimmy Garoppolo, Ryan Tannehill. See, like at that price, I'll gladly start Aaron Rodgers for one year or two. Yeah. Be have him you know, have Justin Jefferson as my wide receiver. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like at yeah, that cost for Dynasty. He didn't give it up yet because even if he retires, you can go get Dak Prescott for a rookie second round pick. You know what I mean? That's what I did. You know, like quarterbacks aren't hard. I mean, and in, in in like super flex, you hang on to all those old guys as long as you can. Yeah, absolutely. You yeah. play them. Right. Tier 10. Will Levis. Desmond Ritter, Sam Howell, okay. Baker Mayfield, Matthew Stafford. Yeah, he's 35 without – maybe doesn't have an arm. <laughs> no, he's, I, he has two arms. He just don't know if he can use them. Um, like here, one of my leagues, I have Josh Allen and Matthew Stafford, and I feel fine. I'm not going to – I mean, maybe I'll, dra- maybe I'll draft, you know, somebody, Levis or somebody super late, but – I mean, if I have a good one and Stafford's my backup, I'll hang with that and take my chances. I'd like to have a third that isn't horrible, but, you know, we'll see. This next group is Tier 11. One or two of these things are not like the other. You Tell me tell me if you, you agree with me here. It's Sam Darnold, Tyler Huntley, Jacoby Brissett, Zach Wilson, Hendon Hooker, Gardner Minshew. Well, Minshew and Brissett might be opening day starters. That's what I'm saying. I don't have to squint real hard to say, oh, those guys, if they're not the opening starter, what if they're, they could be the starter 10 games into the, five games into the season. But would you rather a Minshew or Hooker for Dynasty? For Dynasty? Assuming you're not starting either one in week one. Yeah, I'm like, uh, yeah. I already have Justin Herbert or somebody. Uh, Probably Hooker. Probably. But some of those guys get to be roster floggers too. Like if you don't have a huge roster, he just sits there and you know you can't check that box forever. But you can't. You don't want to cut him. You don't want to cut him. And yeah. if you don't have injured reserve spots or he's not on injured reserve, you just look at him every week and like, eh. Well, I'd love to be able to use him or trade him right. or do something <laughs> you know. with him. Yeah, Jacoby no Brissett could. I one hundred percent. Jacoby Brissett could be could start fifteen games this year for Washington, and fifteen next year for whoever. whoever. Yeah. Right. Right. No. He's he's got a lot of starts in his future. Like, I'm not. Tr- I'm not drafting him after Tyler Huntley after Sam Darnold. Right. Darnold might be the three. Darnold might be the three. Tyler Huntley was not. He Tyler Huntley was not good in an offense that was catered to running quarterbacks last year. Right. Now he, the Ravens are, are are changing their offense to throw the ball more. That's not what you want Tyler Huntley to do. Right. No, I'm I'm with you. I'm not a Huntley believer at all and probably never will be. So I'm the list I'm looking with 
goes 40 deep. And they also have Jameis Winston, Bailey Zappi, Kyle Trask. Ugh. I mean, again, these are the last people they even rank. But, I mean, it's those guys are in some leagues. Superflex are in every league. Yeah, and, and you have to be. You know, you have to have those guys. Yeah. Like, I'd rather have Zach Wilson than Sam Darnold. I drafted Stetson Bennett with my last rookie pick in a Superflex league. Just thinking Stafford might not even play. Right. I mean, I don't care if he's good or not. If he's on the field for Superflex, he's worth something. I don't have to else. right. I don't have to squint real hard to see Zach Wilson back as the starting quarterback next year for the New York Jets. I know. I, I don't think he's good at all. I didn't like I him don't either. But so talk about like quarterbacks being stocks. I mean, he's a penny sock that only has to go up to a nickel to be worth your time. And he can get to be in a nickel. Like I'm I'd rather have him than Tyler Huntley. Yeah. Hundred percent. Throw into Garrett Wilson and those guys. Aaron yeah. Rodgers plays one. Yeah, year. maybe maybe he learns from Aaron Rodgers. Oh, that makes well, I think sense. This year will be good for him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like I don't, again, I don't have to look real hard to see that. I mean, I'd rather have I'd rather have him than Sam Howell. I guess. I'd probably I rather have him than Desmond Ritter. I don't think Ritter will be a starter next year. That's what I'm saying. The, like the long term prognosis here, the Jets aren't going to just say, "Oh, we used a second round pick on this guy," just like we did with Sam Darnold. Let's get rid. Let's 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 jettison two guys that we took second overall, without right. really looking at them all that. No, the owner at some point is going to step in and say, "Guys, what are we doing here? What are we doing here?" Like I don't think you could pry Zach Wilson away from the Jets from a for a fifth round pick. No, they're not going to give up on him, especially considering the age of Rogers. Right. Like they, I'm sure they're still like, hey, at best we've got Aaron Rodgers for the next two years. At they best. could be in a Jordan Love situation with Wilson, right? With Wilson in two years from now, where they've got to they've got to pick up his fifth year option or or decide to move on. But if they're as good as they think that they're going to be with Aaron Rodgers, they're not going to be in a position to take a quarterback high. The other thing about dynasty that's interesting too is it is a lot like the stock market where Wilson will sit on the Jets bench and he'll be worth more in Week Ten than he is right now because people be like, well, I, you know, I, I, then they start thinking about who the quarterback will be next year. You know what I mean? Like, right. Right now, nobody would smell Zach Wilson. He stinks. I want nothing to do with him. But as things go on, someone might be like, I'll take Zach Wilson in a throw in, you know, like that kind of stuff happens a lot in dynasty. Yeah. Well, by the same token, should Will Levis be ranked ahead of a Desmond Ritter or someone like that? How about this question? For Dynasty, would you rather have Tannehill or Levis? Levis. And I don't even love Levis. I don't I love Levis at all, but they might play equal games this year. I think Tannehill's next step is to become a long time you know, a backup for the next four years. If he yeah. wants to do if he wants to go that direction. Right. Right, right, right. Yeah, I don't think he's the commander starter next year. Yeah. I mean, I, I see him more Joe Flackowing it up the rest of his yeah. career. Yeah, where he's he's the journeyman backup that oh we'll bring him in because he's you know he started 125 games in his career. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I think that's what's next for him. Fine, you know, go out and make five million a year or whatever, and mentor somebody. Yeah, you know, you're like Kenny Pickett's mentor, your next year's first round picks mentor type guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, like some some young dude. I, I'm just like. 
Kenny Pickett, Brock Purdy, Mac Jones, Jordan Love. Yeah, that grouping neighborhood. That grouping is is interesting to me. You know, behind the guy, the Kirk Cousins, the Russell Wilsons, Jared Goff, Geno Smith, Derek Carr. I get it. Those those five guys are more established players. Mm-hmm. But overall, Kenny Pickett was better than Russell Wilson last year. Yeah. See, he to me, and I've said this actually on Locked On Dynasty, is one of my favorite buys at the quarterback position. Period. Because again, people I, are looking just at the stats from last year. Right. right? He only threw seven touchdown passes. Because you've done this. I mean, you you go to the website, you hit the trades tab, make a trade with Williamson, blah blah blah. All the all the guys come down, and there's just all their fantasy points are right next to him, and his look terrible. It's like, well, I'll get to you know. So I, I I've been getting him here and there for super cheap, and I bet he starts for ten years and. Right now, he's a better NFL player than quarterback or than fantasy player. I get that. I'm not going to take him high in redraft. But two years from now, when the offense starts to be his and, you know, the the Bradshaw, I mean, I'm not saying he's Bradshaw, but the Bradshaw-Ben transformation of we're not going to hand the ball to Franco and Bettis over and over now. Now you're going to be the guy. And yeah, now it's your turn to, to right. lead the offense. Right. And you're going to throw it 35 times. To George know? Pickens and Pat Fryermuth and, you know. Yeah, yeah, and the youngest guys. out there, you know. Yeah, and you get so. them for nothing. Yeah, if, uh, dynasty. I don't. I don't play dynasty. I know you do. You do a lot yeah. of it. I, it's fascinating to me how some of this stuff works, though. It's funny too because some of it's just the time of year too. Like you can get veterans really cheap right now, but try to pry a veteran off someone's roster in week six when he's starting. Them <laughs> week, yeah, you know what I mean. It's a little different. Yeah. I can get Aaron Rodgers for nothing and start him in week one and win the league. Right. Yeah, and you're happy to have him. Right, right, right. Hey, right. did you miss any of our show today? You can download full episodes of all of our SNR podcasts, shows such as The Drive, In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, The Steelers Blitz with Wes and Moats, The Steelers Standard with Tom and Jacob, as well as many more. They're all available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. That's going to do it for our show this week, Matt. Good stuff. We'll be uh, at OTAs next week, right? Yeah, I was going to say, next week you'll be able to hear us uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, We will be live at the Steeler OTAs with uh, Wesley Euler as well from 11 to 1 each day. Of course, you can hear replays of those shows uh, throughout the day here on Steelers Nation Radio. Uh, So we'll do that here throughout the OTA sessions. And if you listen, we'll even get some uh, special guests uh, yeah, on, so on the shows, nice. so uh, you, you you don't want to miss that. We'll get the guys as they're coming off the field. Uh, we'll get somebody each day to come over and sit down with us. We'll we'll chat with them for a bit, and you just yeah. never know who we're going to get. But it, it should be. Uh, we usually get some pretty good, uh, you know, the Cam Haywards or someone of that nature coming over to sit down with us and talk. So you won't want to miss that. Uh, but that's going to do it's it like for our shows. Professional football players and helmets. Absolutely. This this yeah. is like this kind of the start a Christmas here again for us here. Like every, yeah, yeah. The, the excitement starts to build again. Then like a week from now, I'll be like, oh, I got to watch another OTA practice. But I, I don't think we know the drive <laughs> schedule, but we'll be do definitely Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday from there. I don't yeah. know if Monday and Friday are in the mix or not. And those will be from 11 to one. So we'll definitely, okay. uh, we'll definitely be doing those shows. So uh, for my partner, Matt Williamson, I am Dale Lolly. We thank you for listening to this edition of the drive on Steelers nation radio.
What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.